I have a take on booze news. But it's brief. I know you don't like doing brief stories. I, mean, I know like some sort of like format in which we did like a bunch of quick ones at the end. It's just appalling to you. But you know, that's fine. That's not what I said. Didn't say mm. appalling. I said I didn't like it. I don't think she said appalling. She never <laughs> said say the word appalling. I wasn't <laughs> quoting you. It wasn't a direct quote. It was a, I did it was say, a, it was I did a say it's appalling. Verification. You know what I mean? Just that I didn't like it. All right. Well, I just think that you need to like learn talent management. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just got to be like. Tell me it's a, it's a good idea, but we'll incorporate it later. You know what I mean? I don't want to do yeah. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. <laughs> Thomas's. Huzzah. A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large big gulp drink. And you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven, valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, applicable on large, big gulp only. Participating U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. Welcome to Food News. I'm Julia Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Always a great episode when we can start by talking about one of our favorite topics collectively, Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. I've rewatched every reunion episode two times. Wow. Nice. Yes. Did you watch John Hamm's reenactment of James? Of course. It was really funny. He and was like, Slattery. He was really good. I feel like he was much more committed than, than um, Slattery was. Oh, definitely. Slattery had like no yeah, idea what he, he was no, doing. He was just reading cue cards. He was like, should I be yeah. British too? Ham <laughs> also watched the reunion twice as well. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of things. First of all, Stassi this week posted mm-hmm. pictures from inside something about her, um, which really got the internet ablaze. Uh, really excited. Yep. Um, Jacoby... What's your level of excitement of like anticipation of something about her, the sandwich shop from Ariana and Katie? Oof. Well, I would. I don't think zero is appropriate. Above, if above zero, okay. But um, the last time we saw it, it was a raw space that had a table and no chairs and some sandwiches. Yeah, it had nothing. Nothing at all. And there was a part of me that was like, I don't think this is ever going to actually be a physical space that serves sandwiches. And then I saw the physical space. And I was kind of happy for them. I liked the decor a little bit. But I also think that. Having like a pre-made sandwich thing as like your boutique mom and pop one-off is just a terrible idea. Oh, so it's not made to order? It's like what's already pre-made? That's what it seems like. I don't know. I couldn't tell from Stasi's pictures. It has a French theme um, and a yellow and white striped awning, which I liked, but it's like pretty out of place on Robertson Boulevard, which yep. is maybe good for it. Um I am not dying to have a sandwich from something about her. Neither am I. And in general, I want like I don't know. I love a good sandwich, like, of course. Who doesn't? But I just, uh, their, th- their thing being the Greek salad sandwich, like, that's, like, the sandwich they're really, like, trumpeting. 
I just don't know that I I believe they're going to bring it. Like, where are they sourcing their feta? I need to know a lot more. I'm yeah, I'm never going to find out, and I actually don't need to know a lot more to be honest with you. <laughs> if I'm being 100, percent I don't. I don't need to know a lot more. Um. Okay. Fair enough. Well, that's great. If you also don't need to know a lot more, you can read an article by the, in the Los Angeles Times from someone yes. who does not doesn't watch, watch the Vanderpump show. Rules. Doesn't watch the show. They sent they sent this this reporter journalist to all four Vanderpump related restaurants in Los Angeles. And she doesn't watch the show. Her name is Jen Harris. I'm just going to call her out. She's the food columnist for the LA Times. Mm-hmm. And they decided to make this a food story instead of a TV story, yes. which is a mistake. It's a TV story. No one goes to these restaurants for the food. Also, have her go with someone who can, like, yes. give her... Give, a Sherpa. A, a Sherpa, yeah. Yes, yes. A Lisa Vanderpump yes, Sherpa. Yes, yes. Someone to give her all the details. Because she went to Sir... Tom Tom and Pump, and she was unimpressed by all of them. All of it. Um, she didn't know that the pump is closing, which it is, and so that's like a big part of I think Lisa's story at the moment. Mm-hmm. And she really just like sucked the fun out of it. Also, I've eaten at all of those, and it's a fun experience, even if the food is bad. Yeah, I've had, um, I've eaten at all of them. Uh, they weren't, they didn't. The server who's actually on the show, mm-hmm. I don't know the, the gentleman's name. Um, black Peter? guy oh. works at Pump. I think his name is Anderson. Yeah, yes, yes, I believe it was him. He wasn't excited to see my one year old boy. As a, I think you know, was at the table. Did I think you were there too. Yeah, yeah, you were there. So anyway, moving on. She ends up going to Schwartz and Sandy's, which is like at the end. It's the it's the grand finale. It's not of the walking article. distance from the other three, yeah, so she yes. has to get back in her car. In, in an Uber her car. Yeah. Yep. And there she sees Schwartz sort of holding court and taking pictures and taking shots with people. And I kind of feel like it's kind of on him to carry the weight now. He has, he has to be on it on as in as many Instagram photos as possible to keep that place alive. Absolutely. God bless him. And it needs to be more associated with Schwartz than Sandy. So he needs to like be the face of it. You know, he claimed that he's done with Sandy for now. Like he's like, we're not talking. Yeah, yeah, sure. I know. (laughs) Sure. But there's also a part of me that's like, probably having Sandoval there is going to attract more attention. Like lean into like no press is bad press. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you I know? think he's also just like on tour though, so he's unavailable. Good point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Good point. The most you know, extras. The most extras are, are hitting the pavement. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, I encourage you to go to these restaurants, people. Why not? It's fun. Yeah. I've had a good time at Sir. Every time. Yeah, and Tom Tom as well. I don't know. Every time. It's like going to Disney World, it's, but if reality you think about TV. It, the, the other option is to go to a restaurant that wasn't part of a reality show that you love. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like the other options, and there's lots of those. There's so many other places you could <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. So. Go to one that's on a reality show that you love. <laughs> it's, we had this idea a long time ago, a reality restaurant, where everyone who worked there... Yes, is a reality. Yeah. yeah, of course. It's like... A no-brainer. It's like Planet Hollywood or Hard Rock Cafe yes. or Disney World, like I said. Like, it just seems... It's fun. It's just a no-brainer. <laughs> anyway. Look, it's tech from Real World Hawaii. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd like Swiss on my burger. You should be able to order a certain number of questions. Like, I will have spaghetti and meatballs, and I will ask you four questions, please. Two, two selfies, four questions. Yeah, and you should pay for all like, of sure, it. Sure, anything else? What have you been doing? Do you regret jumping in the pool like that? Like, you know, yeah, things like that. All right, let's move on. Um, when I first saw this story on our rundown, I thought it was going to be uh, taking us to IWasPoisoned.com, which mm. I just want you to know I still check in on oh, once in a while. I follow them on Twitter, so yeah. I see. You know, just I see, like, see what's, what's going up. on. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of complaints about like just like random chains. But sometimes it's things that like one time it was like this Lucky Charms box gave me XYZ. I'm like, of all the things, you know <laughs> what I mean? Sometimes it's like, hey, gas station hot dog. It's like, okay, I get that. But I was like, you, Lucky Charms did what do you know? I don't know. I know. It's just like, are you, how do you know for sure it was it that? It was that. Yeah. You can't, how do you source it so specifically? 
But this, whenever I see the word poison in the rundown in my first glance, oh, I assume that we're going to iwaspoison.com. Not the case. Please no. explain, Miss Lemon. We are going to TikTok where this university student in the United Kingdom is mm-hmm. very pissed that people are drinking her milk. She's stealing her food from the fridge. Stealing her food. So she... Um, Basically empties out a lot of the milk in one jar and mm-hmm. pours in salt. Lots of salt. <laughs> See, when I first saw this, I thought poison. I thought we were going to go to like somewhere dark. Like she's going to put bleach in there or something and like really cause bodily harm and end up on iwaspoison.com. But salt to me was like a nice balance of it's going to piss you off and it's not going to hurt you. And it's going to taste really gross. Yeah. You're going like, to know that it's not just sour milk that you got yeah. got. And then uh, she shows herself. Also, I love the British packaging, by the way. It's mm, British. Good point. The British carton of milk is, is really nice. Superior, superior uh, carton. <laughs> um, and then basically, uh, this is creating a laxative, essentially. It's like really going to fuck someone up. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> uh, she finds out which of her roommates is stealing her milk. Yeah. I feel like milk, milk is kind of communal because it has that ticking clock on yeah, it. Yeah, It's I like, agree. you're really saving this? Like, if, And I also think that you should be, you don't have to be close with your roommates, you should be close enough to share, of all things, milk. Yeah. And also, it's like toilet really, paper. Like you don't have your own toilet paper roll. Is she it's really communal. gonna get through that? The whole milk? No, I don't know what her habits are. She might. She might drink a lot of milk. I will say milk lasts, body good. If you milk lasts a little bit longer than you think. No, here in New York City, it lasts for like way too long. It's like three <laughs> months. But if, but in California, I live there. You had like six days. Maybe it I don't on, know. I don't know what the milk the, the milk <laughs> life expectancy is in the UK across the pond. There, heavy cream lasts a really long time. That's like five months. You're like, oh, this can just who's using heavy cream? Well, I don't know if you're making whipped cream. When else are you using heavy cream? I don't know. I just have it at home sometimes. Okay, half and sure. Half. I buy it once and I have it for months yeah, and it exactly. doesn't go bad. There you go. And you, you don't have roommates. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Brief stop at 7-Eleven where the mm. Slurpee is getting a new look. I love a Slurpee. I like a Slurpee too. Underrated. I would never get a Slurpee ever. But like when you taste one, you're like, this is great. Why don't I ever get a Slurpee? <laughs> I wish I had them more. I don't know why. That's, yeah. It's a good product. Just warning you now, free Slurpee Day is July 11th. That's coming up. Okay. So, Mark it so on my calendar. Pretty important. But it's it's basically looking more like the Icy. And I feel like the Icy has taken over Mindshare from mm, the Slurpee. Great point. In recent years. And so I feel like this, that's part of what they're doing I prefer here. the consistency of a Slurpee over an Icy. I've never ordered an Icy. Never. 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 Never had one. No. That's not true. Now you're lying. No, I've never had one. I believe you never had Dr. Pepper, but you've definitely had an Icy. In your entire life, you've never. had an Icy. No. Not yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Like the one with the bear on it. The yeah, the polar bear. Yeah, yeah I, I only know about it from uh, crossword puzzles. It's an answer all the time. I C E E. Wow, Ronick in the background nodding along like facts. <laughs> wow, it's true. This is a real thing. Huh? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, very important and litigious food news follow-up. Yes. Remember last year when we talked about how um, Jack Daniels was suing a dog toy company? Of course. Because the chew toy looked too much like uh, Jack Daniels. Of course. Well, the Supreme Court took this up. The decision is in. It's unanimous. And in fact, it does look too, too much, much like Jack Daniels. And I agree. They it's- made a good case on both sides. They're lawyers. Yeah. So they made a good case on both sides. Court. None of this really hit home until I was reading it and it was like, Justice Sotomayor says, I was like, wait a second, the actual Supreme Court? Like, it doesn't really hit home until I like, read the names. I was like, wait, we mean like the actual Supreme Court judges are sitting here talking about the chew toy that looks like a Jack Daniels bottle. Those real people. Um, And... I just want to note, like, for a lot of lawyers, having a case taken up by the Supreme Court is, like, 
career maker. Yeah. And or like the accomplishment of a lifetime. Like it won't get any better. And so there's certain lawyers, they went to the Supreme Court on behalf of a dog squeak toy that looks like Jack Daniels. Yeah. That's like a great story to be able to tell for the rest of their lives. They lost, but nevertheless. But they can still make the case. And they're also now a part of the like the record of the United States forever. I mean, they made it to Food News. (laughs) They made it to Food News. Isn't that the record of the United (laughs) States forever? Here's the money quote from Justice Elena Kagan. This case is about dog toys and whiskeys, two items seldom appearing in the same sentence. Didn't love that. You didn't? No. Why not? Because when I read it, I was like, it's a little try, little try hard, that sentence. Oh, interesting. A little try hard for my taste. Well, she's got to have a little fun. She's writing a decision for it. She's setting precedent right. for the rest of time, hopefully, in the United States. Well, it was unanimous for them, but then they kicked it down to the lower courts. They had some, they had some advice for the lower courts. Yeah, and they have to, like, retry it. Uh, just to really, this is big for Jack Daniels. Honestly, this is like a win for them, I feel like. We're talking about Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand whiskey, like, drinking it, so I, I don't get it, but whatever. Like, no, no, no. It's one thing to say, I don't like to drink whiskey, but to say, I don't understand whiskey. Yeah, I don't. Or drinking it. You don't understand it. Yeah, like, I don't understand how you pick your whiskey. I don't understand the differences between them. People who sip it after a meal. Like, I just don't understand. It's the same as every other type of liquor, like gin and tequila and vodka. So you understand rum. You understand but, those, but you don't understand whiskey. But aren't there, like, different aging processes for whiskey? Just like and, everything else. And so there's, there's, there's cheap, moderate, and expensive. And scotch is a type of whiskey, right? It tastes different. It's from Scotland. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Now you know. Now Thanks. you understand whiskey. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, moving on. Columbia's mustard. Uh, if you live in Columbia and you love Dijon mustard, there's a shortage and people are really getting screwed. People love Dijon mustard. First I'm of all, I'm a huge Dijon mustard person. It's my preferred mustard. Yes. Did you associate it as being French? Yes, but I don't. No. I don't at all, but oh, this article pointed it out. So um, basically, there's a new law in Colombia that um, has led to less fried and fatty food, which as a result has led to less Dijon mustard. Well, it's a sodium thing. For sodium the thing, yeah. Now, if I remember this correctly, it's, it's 887, over 887 milligrams per 1,000 grams. Um, I'm going to. Or 100 grams. I'm going to look that up right now. So it's. That, 600 milligrams of sodium per 100 grams. Okay, so that is, I'm assuming that 600 milligrams is one 600 thousandth of a milli, of a gram, <laughs> right? So it's going to yeah. be 0.6% salt. That's you can't correct. get over 0.6% salt. That seems like a low bar to get over, number one. Number two, in the article, they referenced chicharrones, which are like the national dish. It's fried pork skin. Those are fine. And that's what's leading to all the cardiac arrest. The Dijon mustard, cut out the mustard problem. Fried pork skin, not the problem. Explain that to me. Houseway. Um, I... We'll say I did just read an article about how your body processes different types, like the same, like sodium from different places is processed differently. So the fact that it's sitting on the shelf for a long time, it's like shelf stable in a condiment means it'll be processed differently than something coming straight off the animal. That said, I don't think deep frying it (laughs) is really helping you. Yes. And I also associate, I associate Dijon mustard with like sandwiches um, salmon, which is something I always like Dijon mustard with, makes it great. Yes. And not unhealthy eating habits. Yeah. It's, lo- it's like locale. Or like a charcuterie that. board or something. But like, I don't, I don't, but it's the, I think it's the fried food is what I'm getting at. Sure. Like, this isn't the problem. And I love Dijon mustard, strong Dijon mustard supporter on this side. I don't think that's the problem. 
it seems like they don't know how to have a teacher honest in moderation. And that's perhaps where, really where they should be looking in the mirror. Um, I like how uh, Dijon is referred to as a delicacy in different parts of Colombia, though, as if it's like rare. Like, mm. oh, you can't, well, I guess it is going to be rare now, but it like wasn't before. I just think it's really funny. Like, I don't think about it that way. And they but also, it is. for the article, they sourced all like the French people in Colombia. But like you sort of started with, I don't necessarily associate with being <laughs> French. Like I'm sure there's other people, I'm sure Colombians like Dijon mustard too and miss it as well. It's not if, just French people. I wonder if it's because we have so many different types of um, Dijon mustard options here where like they're very focused on La Parisienne, which is one brand that they have in Colombia. And Miller. You know, yeah, yeah. And so I, w- I wonder if like as a result, it's, they don't have the same kind of knockoff See, grocery culture. I'm Grey Poops loyal. Mm. Loyal to Grape Poupon. Other Dijons don't taste right to me. When you texted that, I had no idea what you're talking about. That's fair to say. <laughs> you you texted, I'm big Grape Poops guy. Yeah, and we, I had we no call idea. it Grape Poops in my house. I had no idea what you're talking about. Did but you now, send a picture next time? Now I understand. <laughs> yeah, send a <laughs> picture of your mustard. <laughs> no, no, not the mustard. <laughs> no, I'm good without that. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, next story. Um... This was an exciting one that came from the New York Post. Reminded me of a story we just discussed in Malaga when um, the Uber driver was really mad at the customer for making them wait for 17 minutes. Well, this was a story from the New York Post about an Uber Eats driver that asked the customer to contribute to the driver's cash. I actually follow this person on Twitter. Oh, you do? Yeah. I think it's Xavier Pope or something. Yeah, Yeah. Xavier Pope. I I don't know how or why I follow him, but I I follow him. When I saw the name, I was like, wait a second, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently um, this driver texted him saying he wouldn't be able to get to him unless he sent him cash via the cash app. uh, For for gas. gas. Yeah. And um, while I feel for the driver... I, I agree that's outrageous. That is not the social contract you're entering when you use Uber Eats. You do wonder if the the recipient of the food of which you are, are obligated professionally to deliver was the first person he hit up for the cash. Right. Like, I feel like there's other people in his phone that can help him out in a pinch instead of the stranger in which he is in a business relationship with. Well, right? Like It's like someone can, can Venmo you $5. Interesting. I assume the worst, and I, I was just like, Oh, this guy is supposed to be what he does. Like he just asks everyone for cash. For oh, gas. this is like his racket. This is his yeah. This is his move. But maybe I'm just like a mean person, assuming the worst of this guy. Uh, well, I also I, feel I didn't like, think it was like a one off. I thought it was like oh, this, this is, is what like, he oh, does. I like that serial cash app gas request. Yes, exactly. Got it. Exactly. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yes. And then, but then I was like. I should be asking more questions about Uber Eats, which is, this is a theme because it's similar to last week's ghost kitchen things where I was like, why aren't people asking yes. more questions about where they're ordering I order from? a salad almost every morning. I'm like, I have no idea where this is coming from. Well, None. Yeah, I mean, I I do like to know where my food is coming from, but moreover, I feel like we should be asking more of our delivery platforms. There's a lot of problems. Yes. And if this man can't afford gas, essential part of the Uber Eats business, I feel like Uber Eats should be responsible for that. Quick side story. Yes. Put 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. Early in the morning, Going to work in an Uber very early, like nighttime. So driver tries to talk to me. I put my headphones in, don't want to talk to him. He pulls over, gets out, walks behind the car, behind a tree, urinates. What? Gets back in the car, drives me to work. In New York City? In in Fifth Avenue and like 70th Street. Oh my God, that's appalling. I That's awful. That is absolutely awful. Is it a yellow taxi or an Uber? No, Uber. Oh my God. What was the rating you gave him? 
I skip sometimes if I don't, if I don't you know, if we, yeah, it, I, I just skip. I'm just, I'm not going to give this guy a, a zero or whatever. I skip or skip. I, I skip or five. There's five nothing, or skip. Those yeah. are my two options. I completely Glad we're on the same page in this. It's so okay, fucked up to give Back to food blast. news. Back that to food is- news. Horrific. It was wild. That's horrific. It was wild. Did you d- talk about it with him after? No, I didn't want to talk to him at all. He tried to talk to me about other shit before that, and I was just like, I don't want to conversate with you right now. You know how people have, like, ha- ticks, like, moving around a lot so they don't pee on themselves and they really have to go? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Maybe, maybe his is talking. Like, he needed to talk. He, well, I, he didn't talk about peeing, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> moving on. He didn't say, oh, sorry, man, I'm really sorry. I got to do this thing. Nope. <laughs> just got out. Anyway, would you send the cash to get your food? No. Me neither. I would just, uh, I would be like, this is not happening. Yeah. Also, if someone's doing that, do you want them like, knowing where you live and coming to your house? It just seems Another good scary. point. And also, my f- close friend, Mr. Pope, um, went back and forth with him a little too much. You know what I mean? He's like, this is unprofessional. Like, he, was, he was engaged in like the back and forth, but I'm not that type. I'm like, I'm not sending you money for gas. Are you still coming to my house? Those are the only two things I need to know. Sometimes I do get engaged in text messages just for... With strangers? No. no, I was about to say not with strangers, but like with peripheral people or like acquaintances or like someone I met once just like just for entertainment. But, sure. But not with a... Yeah, not this. Not with an Uber Stranger driver. coming to your home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Correct. Um, all right. Story down under in Australia. Perth. A, a Perth, Australia. Um a burglar was trying to steal one of our favorite topics here on Food News from a liquor store. Only when people don't get hurt, obviously. Um, and this woman who worked at the store was able to lock the doors remotely. Remote lock, remote lock ability now. And then he got stuck in the store, so he couldn't commit the crime. And he said, she said, you can either put those down or you can wait for the police. I love this move. I have one question for you. Because okay. when I envisioned this, they said he was like embarrassed. He wasn't like aggressive or anything. He was chill. That's what I'm hearing. Um, from multiple sources that have in birth. And here's my question for you, Juliet. Because I envision this one way. Yeah. Did he put all of the bottles down in one place or did he replace the bottles to their position on the shelves? Something that has come up before on previous Food News episodes. I'm sorry to tell you there's a video, so I know the answer to this. Oh, I'm assuming he put them all in the same place. I liked it better the idea that he put them all back. <laughs> he was holding like a 12-pack. He didn't have that much. He was just okay. trying to do like a petty theft. And oh. petty larceny. And so uh, he like very like Charlie Brown did. He like was like h- held his head down low and ca- carried the 12 pack over to the counter and put it down. And then she oh, was, yeah. opened the door Minutes. for him. Oh, okay. So, but it was, it was, it was very chill and very calm and um, everyone's okay. Everyone wins. I will say being able to remotely lock the door if I'm in a store like, yes, I would like to be able to do that for my home if I forgot to like lock the door on mm-hmm. the way out or whatever. Someone being able to lock me in the store while I'm shopping um, is, like, really fucking terrifying That's for me. interesting. Like, that's a level of power that maybe... Well, I guess someone with a key could do the same thing. Yeah. But, like, you might notice that, and it's a different kind of thing where someone can, like, do it surreptitiously, and then you're, like, stuck in the store. That's, a, that's creepy. Yeah, well, how do you get out? Yeah, I don't know. They have to, like, let you out. It's, like... Or you break the glass. I don't know. Do we all need to have like panic buttons? Should we get locked into a store? <laughs> the, the panic button? You know how like elderly people have yes. like a panic button yeah, around their yes. neck? Do we, What's it called? Life alert? Yeah. Do we all need that? No. All right. Let's move on to our taste test. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. 
Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Jedi are being murdered. Now streaming, Star Wars Returns, only on Disney+. Plus. I didn't do it, believe me. She was my student. Let me be the one to bring her in. Now she is a student of the dark side. An acolyte. Star Wars The Acolyte. New episodes Tuesdays, only on Disney+. Plus. I was at Italy this, this week. This is a passion project for Julia. I'm yeah. very excited about this for you. I thank you so much. We were, I yeah. was at Italy this week, mm-hmm. and I regretfully did not buy the $19 strawberries I saw. They're called Harry's Berries. They're from Santa Barbara. I did post about them on Instagram. I, saw. I was so appalled. I got a lot of feedback. A lot of people being like, they're worth it. And then some people being like, no, they're not. Um, which I regret not buying them. I'm really sorry I fucked up, but it did make me want to. It's okay, Julia. You <laughs> said that four times. I, uh, not I really, a big deal. I really wanted to. I appreciate your commitment to the project. Um, it did make me wonder though about uh, strawberries because my mom and I had also been discussing this recently. Mm. Like, there are some at the grocery store these days that are just gigantic. I just feel like they're strawberries have gotten a lot bigger recently. I've discussed this as well. But it's also, but it's only at the grocery store. It's not like the farmers market ones or the organic ones. So I'm just like, what's being done to strawberries? Mm. So I, so I tend to buy the cheapest because I'm cheap. But I was like, maybe I'm I'm fucking up a because of pesticides, but b because of taste. So I thought it would be fun if we tried. Blind flight. A, a, a flying blind. blind. We're flying blind. How come we didn't think of that in the last like 10 years? You nailed it. We're flying blind flying with some blind. strawberries. We got three kinds. We got for my... Um, no, don't point at them. It's blind. Mike is going to mix it up because I put these on the table. Oh, I have to like actually keep my eyes closed? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, I have to. You don't have to because I set this up. So okay. I, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look because I think there's visual, there's striking visual differences. Yes, there are. You can describe yes. them and I'll, I'll do it based on test because... Based on I test? went to I, based on taste. Okay. I went to the Prospect Park Farmers Market this morning. Ooh, yep. You really committed to this project. Yeah. When I said this is a passion project for you, you're like, thank you. I was actually kidding. No, it <laughs> is. Yeah, 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 I know. Now, now <laughs> I know the depths of which you care about this. I went to I a, respect that. I went to a grocery store, a farmers market, and Mike went to Whole Foods to get um these special ones that are uh, grown in an indoor vertical market, uh, a farm. Vertical farm. Yeah, like, you know, those indoor, like, hydroponic things. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, they do a lot for lettuce. Of course I know what you're talking about. Oh. They do it for weed. Oh, right, weed. <laughs> 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 and that's you. Okay, so can you can you guys reorder them? <laughs> I can. This is like three-card Monty. There's three plates here. Okay, um, they are reordered. But I can't just I can't describe what they look like because that'll mess you up. We're just going to go left, left, right. Well, we're sitting opposite each other. 
<laughs> Here's how we're going to do it. I'll taste first. And then I'll eat, chase the same one. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> she can't get it. You got one. You got one. All right, this is the, the first strawberry. Okay. More sour than I expected. I think this is from the farmer's market, based on consistency. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're wildly different in consistency and color. Okay. The first one is for the audience. The first one looks a little mushier. The seeds are smaller. The strawberry itself is smaller. And uh, it's it's uh, an, a, a not a light or dark red, a true red. Mm. This one has a plastic look. Sweeter. A little bit sweeter. Oh, sweeter. This is Driscoll's vibe. This Organic. Has a, this is, has a more plastic look. Uh, this is a little firmer and a, a darker red than the other two. I like the texture of the first one better. Finally. Oh, I thought it was the first one. It was a little mushier. See, I think you know the difference in quality. Oh, now she's got like seven pieces on her fork. <laughs> Mushy. Mm. Sweet. Yum. Ooh, the last one. Tastes a little weird. It's good, though. The last one is the least appetizing looking. It's tasty. But maybe the best tasting. It's it's the special indoor farm. It's the, yeah. it's the weed farm. It doesn't look good, but the weed strawberries are good. Oishi, I think it's called. It's a... Yeah, those are my favorite. And second favorite would be these plastic ones. The Driscoll's, really? I like the farmer's market. And the farmer's market ones to me are... are too little, mushy? A little tangy, a little mushy. Too beyond their time, you think? They were two for $16, where they're usually so eight mm. for like a bucket. God, first of all, strawberries are great. I love strawberries. It reminds me of... um. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I didn't watch Last of Us. Yeah, Last of Us. There's a, there's a big strawberry scene in that one. Made me cry. The One of the stands at the farmer's market this morning had a slushy... Strawberry slushy option. Sorry, when you said stands, I was thinking like like stands, like you had a bunch of fans that were there just trying to get you to like take selfies with you or whatever. I keep it low key at the farmers yeah, market, yeah, yeah. but you know, sunglasses, hat down. Yeah, I get it. Low pro. Yeah, exactly. I um, it's a food environment and food news. You know, yeah. It was. It's a small market on Saturdays. It's fucking huge and it's a scene. On Wednesdays, it's really chill. Just oh, yeah. For the real heads who are yeah, trying to just exactly locals. Yeah, who just really want to get you play here, I stay here. Exactly. Yeah. You flew here, I grew here. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Vertically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And anyway, there was a strawberry slushie that I didn't get, and I regret it. So maybe next week. That's my story. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to personal food news. Um, mine's also about Italy, where I was having lunch this week, mm. and um, I ordered a Coke. Actually, I ordered a Diet Coke. So I'm assuming you're at the Spotify offices. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a long that's a long commitment for lunch. That's a long no. time. In and out. In and out. Oh, okay. It's the best deal in New York. It's a two course lunch for twenty two dollars. Um, Sounds good. Including a pizza that's six slices. That's the one. That's the second course. Okay. It's a two meal. You know they pizza. can cut that pizza so it's eight slices or twelve slices or twenty four sure, slices. I, I so to, the same size I just of pizza. Convey the size. It's, okay, a, it's okay. a big pizza. Yes, all right. It's a two meal pizza in my opinion, okay. or or for for two people to split. Else, you can get a salad or a bruschetta. Okay. Uh, Twenty-two bucks. I just can't get over it. I'm like the biggest advocate for it, except for the fact that Italy sells nineteen-dollar strawberries. Anyway, I ordered a diet coke. I was with my colleague Jeff Chow, who ordered a coke, and uh, we ordered, and they brought over to us cola, Italian cola, mm. and then an Italian diet cola. It was not Coke. It was not Pepsi. It was some rando Italian brand, which actually I liked. But I feel like they should have to disclose we don't have Coke. We have X brand. I think that's fair. It's like a very specific thing to order a they Diet Coke. They think it's an upgrade or whatever? It is not. It's not. It's like it's like asking for water, basically. It's like I have Diet... Like, it's just like a fact of life. I want a Diet Coke. It's not like asking for water at all. But when you're asking for a Diet Coke and they're like, yes, I'll be right back. Yeah. 
you expect a Diet Coke. Exactly. And I think it's part of the contract. Like if they, they can't give you Pepsi and if you ask for a Coke. I mean, how many times have you had that conversation where they have to say it to Is you? Is Pepsi okay? I think it might be like actually like you might be legally obligated to let the customer know you're serving them something that they did not ask for. It was bullshit. I was like, and I actually liked it. So I'm not, so nothing wrong <laughs> to drink. <laughs> I, like I, was, I like this. It's very Juliet. Like, honestly, it was better than a Diet Coke. I loved it. However, just the idea that it yeah. was a non-consensual beverage. Exactly. Is, is the problem. Exactly. Consent is important. Exactly. So it's just, you know, somebody to consider. Your turn. Okay. I earlier mentioned that I ordered a salad today. Mm-hmm. Um, you also ordered a salad today. I'll be eating it shortly after this podcast. Very shortly. It arrived right at the beginning of the pod. In fact, I hung up on the, or I, I declined the driver twice because I was like, why is someone calling me? And then I realized who it was. Yes. And the first thought I went through was this this salad's going to have to wait for 30 minutes. And I know mm-hmm. you like to have your food marinate, right? Yes. We've covered that at length. So the first question I asked you when you left to get the salad was what? Is the dressing on the side? Is the dressing mixed in or on the side? And I, I would like to just have everyone listening to this podcast ask themselves, like I always say there's two types of people in the world in certain occasions, like flats or drums for wings. Or like you get to the faucet and like one is hot and one is cold. Like which one do you use? I'm a cold person. You're probably a hot person, right? I think so. Yeah. So there's two types of people in the world when it comes to these delivery salads, mixed in or not mixed in. I like prefer mine mixed in because I plan on eating it immediately. And I'm assuming that it's not going to be too much time between when it was mixed in and when it gets to me. I, today, ordered a mixed in salad. It came not mixed in. Ugh. So So then what happens is, is they pack the bowl so high that I have to put a little bit on the top, eat like an inch into it, and then put the rest in so I can close and shake. I'd rather have a soggy salad than have to do that. Thank you. And it doesn't get mixed in appropriately. No. So I am team mixed in. And I just think that there's a lot of people, my wife, for example, hates mixed in. Really? We were splitting a salad one time because I said Why? I was going to order the salad. I'm like, hey, I mean, do you want something from Sweet Green? She was like, I'm making tacos. And I said, okay, cool. And then two minutes later, she's like, are you ordering Sweet Green? I want something. I was like, I already did it. She's <laughs> like, well, I wanted something. I was like, you didn't say that. You didn't confirm. So we split the we split the salad. It came. She saw it was mixed in. She's like, "This is disgusting." What's your go to at Sweet Green? I I mess it up every time. Do you mix it up? I mean, I mess, sorry, do I you make, it up. make your own? I mix my. I, I'm awful at it, oh, I, and I keep going back. Sweet Green. I I don't like a make your own salad in general. I'm awful at it. Yeah, I'm bad too. at it. Too many options. Someone needs to save me for myself. This is why last week just salad was so overwhelming for me. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a lot of pressure. Um, not getting it mixed in is crazy to me. It's like that's mixed just in. I don't mixed want that gang. work. It's just like, I, I don't know. It's just too much. And here's another thing. It's like, oh, it's healthier if you get it on the side. Like, I'm using every drop that comes in that little container. I know. I'm not, it's not like I'm going to use half of it. Maybe they'll give you less, but even so. That's why you can ask for light. Yeah. When they mix it. I got light ranch. Yeah, I got, I got light ranch on my salad that I'll be eating immediately after. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. First, let's hear some listener food news. How you can, can people call, call us in? at 646-138. Juliet, Jacoby, this is Travis from Canton, Ohio, Hall of Fame City. I had two things really quick. Number one, the Big Mac tacos you just mentioned on the pod. Jacoby, this seems to be right up your alley. When you flip the burgers, you flip it onto the taco, which allows the burger fat to deep fry the taco shell, which gives you the perfect crunch and mush. I would highly recommend that you go back and visit this. Prepared this speech based on how it's being delivered. I I respect Maui here in about two weeks and First time my family has been. I just want to know what your ritual is when you're traveling with a family and looking for restaurants in a new city. So I 
you go to Yelp, obviously Yelp can be skewed. Do you watch YouTube videos? How do you structure your eating platform when you're on a two-week vacation in a city you've never been to? Appreciate you guys. Keep up the good work. Here's one thing about Hawaii. The food's okay. You're not there for the food. No. You're not there for the food. I heard there's this place called Mama's that's really famous in Maui, so he should probably go there. Um, that's a good question, though. I haven't traveled with, with like family in so long. I think I think you hit the nail on the head. It's not a. It's about getting sustenance into the family efficiently with the least amount of complaints. Yeah. It's not about a culinary experience. Yeah. And whatever you do, don't do the tourist trap luau thing. No. Yeah. Just don't. Definitely. Just go. Just go to a family-friendly restaurant, get some fries, whatever the kids will eat, and then get back to the pool, put them in front of movies or whatever you got to do. My other Hawaii pro tip, he didn't ask. He asked for general strategy, but Hawaii pro tip, grocery store food, really good. Expensive, but good. The, yep. Like the poke at the grocery stores in Hawaii is awesome. Great point. And also, after you land from the airport, you stop at the grocery store on your way to the hotel. I've said this a million times in this podcast. I will never stop saying it. It's the best move, especially with the family. All the snacks. Get some booze. Get the snacks. It's going to save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars at the hotel. You have not said that a million times. Oh, this is every time we travel. Taxi from the airport. Grocery store on the way to the hotel. Smart. You have to. Very smart. You have to. And when you see me at the water, at the pool with a water bottle... Just know it's full of vodka. And, and I'm buying a lemonade, not a vodka lemonade. I will make that myself. Thank you very much. It was between $18 and $4 right there. I hope he has a great trip. I hope so, too. I like also being like, I'm from the Hall of Fame city. Uh, as someone who grew up right next to Springfield, Massachusetts, I, I understand. I'm yeah. Hall of Fame city adjacent. You got you to gotta own that. Yeah, exactly. There's only so many. Cooperstown, Canton, and Springfield. And others. And Cleveland, I guess. Great stuff. Uh, thanks so much for calling in. Have a great vacation. We'll be back next week. And thanks to our producers, Mike Wargon and Ron McNair. Let's eat some strawberries. And salad. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.